Well, hey, listeners, you just found Lounging with the Lasses, and I'm Kylie Dixon, founder of the Northern Lass Lounge, the go-to community for all things social media and business on Facebook. You're going to love these real-life interviews with our local lasses, keeping it real about business, life, kids, and ninja-style plate juggling. Yes, you heard it. I love these chats because, quite frankly, they can go anywhere, and now it gets cut out. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, follow, share, do all the shares and leave a little review. It helps us massively. And come on over. The Northern Last Lounge. It's on Facebook. You won't look back. Lasses, you've been waiting for this one because today I'm lounging with the one and only chicken lady. It's our Sarah Ball. Sarah is a huge part of our community and has been lounging with us since day one. We talked today about my light bulb moment when I realised Sarah was my ideal client for my children's books. So get your notepads out for that one. Sarah's business, Delightfully Denim, has gone from strength to strength, especially through lockdown, when upcycling became a sought-after trade. It was during this time I was first introduced to her amazingly quirky eco-chickens. And Sarah's outfit choice today does not disappoint. Let's find out why. It's the chicken lady. Hello, hello. Sarah Ball, can you just explain, please, first of all, who's this suit is? Because you've just told us and I didn't know. <laughs> this suit belongs to one of my good friends. It's her husband's suit. So I'm five foot two. He's six foot. I don't know what. He's built like a little you know, he, he's a runner. And at the minute, he's halfway through the Great North Run. Actually, he's not. He's finished the Great North Run. And his wife's just barely started because she was way back in the pack. He was in the elite athletes. So this is his suit. One size fits everybody. Can you explain to people who are not actually watching what you're wearing? It's a chicken suit. <laughs> so I've got, I've got wings. I've got my wattle, which is a bit under a chicken's chin. And I've got the comb, which is up here on the top of my head, <laughs> and the hood and everything. It's bright yellow with red bits, and it's utterly not good to wear when it's warm. She's actually, she's sweating, sweating. Good sport, man, <laughs> Sarah Paul. I love it. I love it. So, yes, you are in a bright yellow chicken costume with a hood. Bright yellow. A paler yellow. <laughs> is it a rooster? No, nah, it's a chicken, that, isn't it? It's a chicken. Pass. <laughs> it's bird-like. <laughs> oh, it's coming off. It's coming off. I've oh. got a chicken t-shirt on, so I've got to come out of the suit. It's a good sport. <laughs> Take it off. So I'm being buzzing for this, like. <laughs> yeah, done. Um, I'm sure this episode's going to go flying to the top of the chart, Sarah Ball, because people, <laughs> people will be buzzing for this. So, for anyone who doesn't know you, and why don't you? Ridiculous. Hello. Tell us, who, who is Sarah Ball? What do you do? I am Sarah Ball, and I am the creator, maker, designer of all things recycled denim. And I've got my little business, Delightfully Denim, started way back when in 2018, and didn't really get started till the pandemic hit. So yeah, it was quiet. I didn't do a lot. Didn't make didn't make many sales. Just before the pandemic, I did an Etsy fair 
And the lady on the stall next to me went, what are the chickens' names? I've got chickens with me. They have to have chickens with me. What are the chickens' names? And by the end of the day, we'd named them all. And the following day, I sold out. So, yeah, the chickens are my big seller. <laughs> Hence, I'm the crazy chicken lady. And we will absolutely talk about these chickens in great detail. But why did why did the pandemic? I have no idea. I just obviously had something that was lighthearted, fun. The world's like the world's becoming more aware of the fact that we need to stop wasting stuff. So mm -hmm. I came from a family of hoarders, but also we we never had any money when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So we, we used everything and we would make stuff and we would, you know, we didn't buy a pair of jeans just because we buy a pair of jeans and you wear them till you've worn them out. Mm -hmm. So all of my family do the same. We we don't do a lot of clothes shopping because we don't need them. We've got clothes. I wear them. <laughs> yeah. So we just get on with it. And when we've got a worn out pair of jeans, like what else do you do with them? You turn them into something else. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of mentality has come out during the pandemic that you couldn't get hold of everything so people started fixing stuff in their houses and I think just you know don't know plus I met you and you loved them <laughs> <laughs> no I think you're right I think yeah you've hit the nail on the head there I've, I've never even thought about it before I actually thought it was well before the pandemic when things had started to it started with it's become bigger the fact that Love Island only wore second-hand clothes this year was like, yeah, that's good. Why did I not know this? I watched it. Oh, Love Island only wore second-hand clothes. They, I doubt they were the, like they were from George and like you know cheap shops. They will have been design numbers, but all second-hand. I love that. I didn't realize that. To be fair, but I love that about you and your family. And we're going to talk about like what you're all about because I think it's mint but like how did you get how tell me how did you become what you do so have you had previous jobs like what led up to what you're doing I I went to university I did art therapy at university and oh. by the October of my first year I thought I am not a therapist I was also 19 uh -huh. no one would employ an art therapist at 19 yeah I then trained as a youth worker and did that for 10 years. And I trained as a teacher in amongst that because youth work and teaching kind of, they slot together. And I used to teach the kids who would come out of school with not a single qualification. I love that kind of kid. Yeah. Because they've got a lot for the world, but people have told them they're thick, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sad because they aren't. They're just, school doesn't suit everyone. <laughs> then I had Melody, my second child. And it was a, a summer from hell. We lost my dad, had a car crash, I gave birth. And apparently that can trigger all kind of health issues. You, you would think so, yeah. <laughs> so I was left hardly able to hold a pen because my hands are awful. So teaching <laughs> then becomes an interesting prospect. I've tried going back and two or three times I've gone back and done a little bit of teaching. But yeah, it's agony. I tried painting because you don't have to grip as hard on a paintbrush. I love painting, but selling paintings is not easy. Mm -hmm. 
It's not. <laughs> and I, I sat there one day and went, I just want to be doing something creative. And my husband, because he's supportive of that part of me, said, well, you've got a sewing machine. And I, but I don't want to copy what everyone else is doing. There's so many stalls in craft fairs where they they all look the same. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to do something different. It's got to be completely different. It's like, well, we haven't got any money. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you going to get a fabric to sew? Um, I'll ring Jacqueline. We know a lady who runs a charity shop. And I ran and went, how many jeans do you get in? Can I come and get some jeans? Thinking I don't want to empty the shop so we get so many in that we can't cope. And half of them go to landfill. Uh-huh. So I bought the half that went to landfill. Two bin bags full and I've never looked back. Luckily, <laughs> <laughs> Denim was born. Yep. Took a long time to come up with a name that fitted. And then by the time I'd got it all sorted and got it out there and then went back on Etsy, someone had nicked the name Delightfully Denim. But they really? don't use it. I can't have it, but it's not there. The little t- <laughs> I know. Spines. So it's Delightfully Denim. Get etc. I just put an etc at the end and it works. But no. Uh, but yeah, just... Denim's dead forgiving. It's hard work to use, but it's forgiving. So you if you go wrong, you can unpick it several times and you don't have to worry about it. So talk to us about your hands, Sarah. What is the actual crack with them? What, what's the problem you've got? I have, what I was originally diagnosed with was joint hypermobility syndrome. So that's where you, your hands are supposed to stay in this position. So flat, yeah? So if you put them on the table, they stay nice and flat. Then you're not supposed to be able to physically bend them backwards. That's hypermobile. And the syndrome is when you suddenly start with pain. Yeah. So I shouldn't be able to to do that? No. Well, that's not good. (laughs) They're supposed to stay in that position. Right. But my little fingers go even further. (laughs) So, yeah. Just... and. I've always been hypermobile. I didn't realise that was an issue until I was like sitting there. And the doctor literally was uttering the words to me. I don't know what to suggest next, having tested me for everything, because it started off with they thought I had rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. And as he said that, I must have flexed my hands. And he went, I know what it is. I was like, you can't go from I don't know to I know what it is so quickly. But yeah, that's what they diagnosed me with. And now, it's stuck for eight years in between times that I was tested for things like MS, yeah. which was a scary couple of months. Yeah. And then like, I was dizzy. I was my balance. It's all just shot all over the place. I forget words, which is an interesting one. I couldn't go back to teaching now because I can spout nonsense. And eventually, after two years of not going to a doctor because there was a pandemic on the loose, I went to the doctor with a list of what I actually have, and it was A4 typed up list. And she just read through it and went, Have you been tested for this? Yeah. Have you been tested for that? Yeah. Have you had an MRI? Yeah. Have you had the CT scan? Yeah. I think you've got fibromyalgia. <laughs> and it was as simple as that. She gave me a couple of blood tests, so that was it. Done. God. But that, that, that was November, <laughs> so six months ago. Yeah. So how are, you, how are you having to manage all that with your business and stuff? 
my business works around me, mm-hmm. me and my kids. Mm-hmm. So summer holidays, business doesn't shut down. If people order from me, I will make their things. Yeah. But I kind of just, I focus on, I've got to run a household with yeah. two kids amongst us who want to do stuff and they don't want to sit in the house while mum sews. Although this summer, my youngest got a sewing machine for a birthday. So we did, we sat and she learned to sew. She wants to be my apprentice. She wants a stall next to me. <laughs> so. Yes, of course she does. I love that though, how you sit and it, it just completely is the truth. It is the absolute, I can tell, like, I mean, I know you're, you're my friend and we've met up a lot of, you know, many times and we've chatted a bit about this, but the fact that your business works around your life is, is just, it's just so true. It's so true. It's so refreshing. Um, and like you've got your cabin, haven't you? You've oh, got nice. your cabin, which I've I've been to. I love it. She's she's actually got a cabin in the woods. I love it. Melody wants you to have one. <laughs> Melody, <laughs> I'll have one. I'll have one. <laughs> or up there next to you. God, I'd never get rid of them. Um, oh no. But it's so idyllic, and this is so relevant to what I what I, I've kind of jumped ahead where I wanted to go here. But you've you've got a, just that really poignant line that you said there that your business works around you and your lifestyle. Like, would you say you've achieved what you want to with? I'd love to sell more. Uh-huh. Although some days when it's like I've got loads of orders in my head going, ah, how am I going to sell more? I'm going to make more because it's me. It's like I can see where where things you can be mass produced and like when you're making things and it, it can be sent to a factory and things come back and they're ready cut and things. Like, I physically have to make all of mine. And when I get orders for shops, so I, I once had to send 40 chickens <laughs> down to London. So you can now buy chickens in Henley on Thames. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I had to make them all within a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's it was hard work. And I was knackered for a week afterwards. <laughs> but that's that's what happens. But yeah, I, it works around me. It works I'd work mainly during school hours. So I, I go upstairs 10 o'clock and I come back down about, I've got an alarm set that says, go and collect Melody from school because otherwise I would sew through it. I'd just forget her. Because <laughs> when I'm in it, I'm I'm, I'm just like a machine. Yeah. So I'll, I sometimes I spend a day sewing legs, just little chicken legs, hundreds of them, <laughs> just legs, because they're the worst thing. My father-in-law's always trying to be like, can you not find an easier way to do that? Can you not cut them out first? No, that would be harder. I'm, I'm gonna Just get. Gonna I'm gonna get my two chickens. Wait there. Gonna sit with chickens. So these chickens. Tell us where the idea came from. Well, my mum, when we were kids, once made some juggling bean bags. So she made little pyramid bean bags full of rice, which are really good for juggling because they're soft and we they form in your hands. We had them at school. I remember them. <laughs> And the shape, I always loved the shape. And I knew it was a relatively simple shape. It was like, what can I turn it into? And I'd seen a pattern weight on Pinterest. And it had a beak. I'm like, no, it's a chicken. So then you made a chicken. This one here, look at this one. He's a scout. 
Class. So the, the one, I got commissioned by our scout group, having had some scouts take a chicken up a mountain because they could. <laughs> and they, they then worshipped him. They tied him to a cross and worshipped him at the top of a mountain. <laughs> I, the crazy chicken lady makes other people go mad. So they've now commissioned chickens to sit in the minibuses. So for anyone who, who's like just listening and can't see this video, these <laughs> no chickens chicken are like, how can I, how can I, they're like little, tri, little triangles. Well, they're not little. Yeah. They're like <laughs> double they're, they fit into a box that is 15 centimetres square. So they're about 12 centimetres round. And what and they're little pyramids. And what can they be used for? All kinds, can't they? Yeah, some people use them as a doorstop. So yeah. your original one was a doorstop. But he's not now. No, he gets out and about. You'll uh -huh. nugget. <laughs> See, I remember names that people have got. So you've got nugget and you've got sassy. Oh, and I can name other people's chickens, which is kind of scary. I can't remember my kids' names, but I can remember chicken names. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, they, they go as doorstops. They've been, they sit in people's cars. So, you know, I've got a short machine that used to sit in my car and people have a chicken sitting in theirs. There's one that sits in a decorator's van. That's Prince. So, I know other people's chickens off by heart. Um, but yeah, they, some people just have them sitting on a shelf. Yes. So I know Alexa has one that lives in her office here and another one lives with her mum in Canada. They're all, they're all kind of... So I, at the started off as a doorstop, pin cushions, like things to yeah. kind of, like bookend things. But now, now they are just mascots for people. They are. They absolutely are. And you might be so... I remember when I first saw them and I just went, those are genius. They're so unique, totally different. And they've all got a name. And they've all got a name and personality to go with it. So yes. I've got I've got Sassy here who, oh, and you can get them in your branded colours, which is just... Oh, genius. yes. Very so I've, I've got Sassy here, right? And this is our lounge chicken. To just give you a flavour of, of what Sarah puts into them. So it's like, Sassy likes helping others succeed. Tick. She dislikes bullies. Tick. Sassy is a very unique chicken. She is usually found hanging out in the lounge with a fab group of lasses working out how to take over the world. <laughs> hey! She says that it as it does. <laughs> I've, I've got Bunsen. Bun I've still got Bunsen, but Beaker's gone. <laughs> and Beaker from the Muppets, and someone took Beaker. Oh. They're nerds. I love them. Absolutely love them. Um, but yeah, I think they're, they're, they're kind of something that's really put delightfully denim on the map, would you say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll love it when people come, can I have a chicken? Can I have it? So it's like like Laura, Lozomac. Mm -hmm. Can I have a rainbow chicken? Yeah, <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> Where do I get the material from? Exactly. <laughs> So, like, so long as I can find the right colours, yeah. Yellow jeans, they are like hen's teeth. I've had one pair. So if anyone out there has yellow jeans, please get in contact. I need yellow. Yellow and pink. Everyone wants them. It's hard to find. <laughs> you do key rings as well, don't you? Oh, yes. And look, anyone that's watching can have a snazzy peek. Baubles for Christmas. 
Oh, this sick. one's lounge covered. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. It is lounge covered. It's got gold shiny legs as well. You're gonna. <laughs> you're gonna have to have a whole tray filled with uh, chickens. Or to say the thing is, chickens for you are the same as what mushrooms are for me, and I just get tagged in all kinds of stuff. Oh, she's shown as a robin one. Wow. <laughs> this one's already been claimed. One of the lasses has already claimed the robin. So awesome. I've got more on the go. <laughs> so, Sarah, yes, you've got your girls. Yes, uh, uh, and big readers, big reading family. Yeah, they, I can't keep up with what they've got. I've lost track of what books they own now. Because we've seen we've seen you once, twice over the summer, uh -huh. and like before we even got to the book festival last month. They went shopping with their grandpa and he said, I'll take you to the bookshop. He said, you've got a hundred pound each. So after 250 quid was spent on books. <laughs> that is yeah. absolutely crazy. But the 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 avid readers, aren't they? Oh, and readers. Yes. Rihanna is still on her first novel. She, she keeps getting stuck and sitting there muttering to herself in the corner but yes I'm not allowed to read it still not, still not be allowed to read it no so yeah she she's writing it's like a fantasy coming of age friends like family friends where you where your friends become your family that kind of storyline uh -huh. going on a road trip that's as much as I know <laughs> yeah We'll know when that comes out. But what do you read? What type of books do you read? I read crime. Ah. And then the gory are the better. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like things like Bones and stuff like that. I watch lots of crime on the telly and I read crime. And I don't read much else but crime. Currently I'm reading one about a murder in Dorset, a little Dorset village. I do like a good crime book, I do. And uh, every now and again I like to read something in the genre that I write, so like kids' books as well. Um, kids' books are good, though. They are. they are. Listen, I'm reading one at the minute. You might have seen this posted on uh, social media. I'm reading one, which was in the kids' section called The Twisted Tree. It was right. in the kids' section at Seven Stories. Mate, it's petrifying. <laughs> I read it last night, and I said to Gaz, I went, Gaz, this is scary, this. Oh, uh... well, it's good. It's good. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be on the verge of young adult. <laughs> There's a whole other, whole other thing. So it's no surprise your youngest, our Melody, is one of my biggest fans, right? And the reason... She's a super fan. The reason, the reason I'm bringing this up, right, is because I find it difficult to explain how Ideal Client works. I, t I try and explain it so many times. We've got training that covers it. And in my head, I get it, right? But if you don't understand it, you don't. And it's not until that click, that relationship clicks, right? That you go, I get it now. I get it. So you're my ideal client. And you know this. I've thought about this before. Why does, try and explain it from your point of view. Because people, this is the biggest, biggest challenge I think people get with their uh, social media and business in general why does Sarah Ball stay connected to me like what have I done on social media <sighs> that 
kept you here? I think, right, I love reading. My yeah. kids love reading. Yeah. And the fact that we were then able to be like, look, here's an author. So she was able to follow your story by watching your lives on in your group. Mm-hmm. So she was invested. Mm-hmm. She fell in love with the characters. The fact that you, you show us how they're drawn and things like that. She loves that. And I love the fact she loves that. So, of course, I then become the ideal client because I've got a child who wants your stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's much merch we don't own. <laughs> we've got the mugs, we've got the painting, we've got the prints, we've got everything. Cards, the works. And every time she sees you, she's like, I need one of those, I need another mug. She <laughs> have tea because she's not allowed caffeine. That kid does not need caffeine in her life. But she has so many cups as it is, and she still wants more of your cups because they're you know, the Kylie cups. <laughs> but no, she's like a stalker. She likes to make things and bring them to you. Mm-hmm. So we, it's like, yeah, she just, she really, she adores you as a person and your kind of crazy personality matches hers. And you just, you've captured her in this kind of, she's obviously coming at the perfect age to be your fan. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And yeah, she's, she's, Falling into it, and I love the group. Yeah, because it it's full of quirkiness. So yeah. I can you know, find a really random arty post about you know one one it was dragon puppets in France. It's like yeah, we'll have that. That's going in Kylie's group. It suits it. Everyone was all over it. Uh, yeah, what comes up in your feed is what comes up in my feed. It's yeah. like it's just wow. <laughs> oh. So aligned, um, unreal, and like I I I totally get your your way of life and like what what kind of things you didn't do and it's just that it works both ways doesn't it it does you remember me, me and my kids have been told we we're like a homeschooled family that go to school because <laughs> <laughs> we, we do we go out we go out and we look in the woods and we go for a walk and we do things like that but we also we go to school and we do normal stuff and then we we have a wee we don't have a playstation we have a wheel, but we all play together. We only own games you can play as a family. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, yeah. I, I didn't have kids to shove them upstairs and let them play on their own. I'd rather they played with us and had fun as a family. And I think you're living the life that I, I need. <laughs> well, yours is like just at 400 mile an hour compared to mine. I know. So I look at you and I'm like, oh, look at that. Look at this cabin that she's got. Hidden away, no telly, no telly. You've got no, no telly. telly. We've got one telly in the house. I don't watch the TV, but you know what I mean, like social media, for example, like that—that's everywhere, and I work on it a lot. But I think there's a bit of your lifestyle where I'm like, I want that, but like my son's being brought up in a way that. He's, he's never going to change who he is now. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. like, he's 14, he's been on Xbox, he's been shoved in front of it from day one. Like, that, that, that's how he was brought up. Uh-huh. And like... Whereas we got the cabin when Rihanna was three. So yeah. for 11 years, she's been going to the cabin. But when she takes her mates up there, they revert back into being that kind of... They go and walk along the riverbank. They go and get wet. They get muddy. They go and bounce on the trampoline. A group of teenagers sitting on the trampoline at like 10 o'clock at night. It's amazing, man, isn't it? Uh, and if if she's not doing that kind of thing, if there's not other people her age, 
people who don't even know she's there because she's sitting in the corner of our cabin reading. <laughs> like a normal kid. How have you done that? I haven't done anything. She just loves reading. So we, we introduced her to books. We had book, children's books before we had children because my niece and nephew would come around, so I'd read to them. And, yeah, she just she loves books. So I have a teenager who's writing or reading or at the minute doing a homework with no nagging, which is heaven. It is. <laughs> we, we've literally come home from the cabin, especially to come on this podcast. I had a feeling, right? I had a feeling I was good because I know your weekend ideal client. I know my ideal client inside out. I know that your typical weekend is you go up to the cabin, don't you? You're there all weekend. And why Why the hell you wouldn't? Because it's like being at Hobbiton. It's amazing. Um, God, God, she's gonna have to come back for this. So thank you because I do appreciate it. <laughs> but we had to have the chicken lady on. Oh yes. So just going back to like we, we've touched on social media a bit and how you manage your business around it, right? There's a couple of things I want to ask because you've mentioned stuff before, but you kind of have like a hit and miss kind of approach with social media is that that right is that right to say i watch all candidates training and i follow it not at all (laughs) (laughs) i am hopeless anything to do is i keep thinking i need to get a planner but in tidying up my workspace i found a planner it was empty (laughs) i've never written in it you think oh but that one had dates in it i like the fact that the Glasses Lounge Planner doesn't have dates it, which means you could put it down and I could pick it up three months later and start again uh-huh. without having to buy a new one. Mm. So no date thing would be better. I'm thinking maybe it might organise me. But the, the thing <laughs> is so, Sarah, like there's a reason you haven't used it, right? Do you need it? Like that's just what I'm saying. Like is the way that your life is, do you need to be? Sometimes, yeah. Especially at this time of year. Mm-hmm. I, I call this silly season. It was a term I heard years ago. Oh, yes, I've heard you say that before. It's like from September to December, it's like you have no control. People will order random things. Mm-hmm. Last year I got an order on Flaming Christmas Eve and then another one on Boxing Day. It's like, really? <laughs> For people who just want stuff. <laughs> just because... Uh-huh. But yeah, so this this point in the year, it's like I will get orders sporadically all over the place, and I've got to fit them around making stuff at stalls. I do very few stalls, but yeah. I'm, I've managed to get about six in November, which is like, oh dear, what have I done? See, yeah. Sarah, what you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> so if you see me in December, I'll be in the corner sobbing in the corner, just crying. <laughs> Anymore. I know what it's like when you do one a month, man. Like I take my hat off to these lasses who do events every weekend. I'm like, like I've had a few stints, haven't I? Recently, of being like, right, I've got an event here, event here, event, and now I'm like, whew, I can breathe for a bit. Yeah, I've so, been breathing for the last six weeks, and now it's like, here they come. Let's get ready. Mm-hmm. I've got no chickens in stock, so I've got to make chickens. I've got to restock a couple of shops in the next fortnight. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got 10 chickens ready to go to a shopping walker. <laughs> but you've had a good six weeks off, and I love that about exactly. you. You have your time off, don't you? I just, if I need to, it just stops. If everything stops. June, I advertised a chicken. 
and I sold a chicken, got orders for it, and I've made none of them. And I just keep messaging, I will, I'm doing, I'm doing them. Because then, of course, advertise them and the following day we all started testing positive for covid <laughs> it's like great <laughs> so yeah so i've got a bank of chickens i need to get made and sent out to people and they're little like goth chickens black oh, with glitter stuff black stuff they're all black black eyes black wattle black comb black legs everything mint kind of weird to see them See, there you get, you've got to get your photographs taken, get them on social media. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm not good at that bit. <laughs> I take photos and then I don't get them to social media. <laughs> so hopeless. I need, like, Melody to be a bit older and a bit calmer and able to do that bit. There you go. So there's light at the end of this tunnel. I've just been having a conversation with, with somebody. I don't want to give away who I've been interviewing, but... Her kids are going back to school like fully tomorrow, like both of them tomorrow for the first time. And it's like, yeah, this is what I try and speak to people when I'm having one to ones or coaching who've got small children and they're like struggling. It's not forever. Like, it's not no. forever. You've just got to keep that wheel going until and fit, fit around what you can. There's no pressure. Don't put exactly. any pressure on yourself. Um, the worst thing you can do, and I am going to ask you about this, is just sit blocking up other people. Because you've mentioned before that you've fell into many, many, many a scroll. You were, you were, you were addicted to Facebook. <laughs> Can't deny it. But yeah, so, but then if I just if I put it down and go to the sewing machine, I t- I'm a sewing like machine. I just sit and sew. How much time do you think you spend on social media? too much probably about six hours uh-huh. and do you know what it is that's not probably that's probably not ha- the highest i've heard for sure no. um but are you going to be a bit more strict with yourself i have to, at this point in the year yeah luckily <laughs> like I'm, I'm ridiculous some days i was i would zone from like <laughs> sometimes i go and get melody and go right sit and watch telly for a bit i just need to go and finish because <laughs> if I don't get something finished, I'm stuck. But no, yeah. so but it's the random things. So I've been, I've had really random orders. I've got someone's ordered an apron. I've been, I've had a very, very bespoke. I need to measure things kind of order. I'm not saying what because they haven't got it yet. Yeah, that's going to be pink because I found the perfect pair of jeans for that one. Like I say pink jeans are like they're not quite hensky. They're not like yellow jeans. They don't exist. Yeah. so there's certain things where it's like and I, they take time because I've got to get my head around it mm-hmm. when I got given last Christmas I was given a Vivian Westwood denim jacket you'll remember <laughs> and I was say, can you turn this into a bench cushion yeah oh, and I didn't yeah. start it till Easter I just sat every every month I would get it out and then I was measuring it I had the tape measure I was measuring it and measuring the cushion and then put it back in the bag and left it because I couldn't get my head around how to take it apart. Because it trouble is when you've got a one-off garment and someone's precious, it's like, I haven't got many Vivian Westwood things. I've got none. I had his one jacket. If I'd cut into it wrong, I couldn't fix that. Mm-hmm. So had, I had to get my head around it first. I was. I feel like, and you've probably answered it, is what's the, the strangest request you've had? Is that the strangest? Um, 
I've had yoga pillows. Mm-hmm. So that was my brother. He asked for it for Christmas last year. I think yeah, I think he got it in March. <laughs> it was supposed to be his Christmas present. Yeah, a bit late. But he loves it. He ha- he now has the to you know, use it, but I made him it. He hasn't used it yet. He hasn't done oh. any yoga since I gave him it. Well he's another hoarder. Oh, plus. <laughs> <And I>, yeah. <laughs> so the lounge then, Sarah. Worse than me. The lounge. I love the lounge. I know I love you, the lounge. And I know we talked about how much time you're on social media, right? But that's probably my fault because of the lounge. Um, no, like you you've been an active member since it opened. Yes. Yeah. June 2020. You I was must there the first day. You were. You must have made so many connections and friends. Oh, Just, I- Talk to us about what the lounge does for you and how it impacts you. I love the lounge. I've spent yesterday talking about the lounge to someone. Really? At the eighth birthday party, and she's going to join the lounge. She's going to get in contact with you a lot, and she's fantastic. The lounge needs her. But, yeah, so, yeah, I love the people in there. It's the fact that I've been in other networking groups, and other people I know on the podcast have said it, where... They're like either really salesy or they're just everyone fighting for every tiny piece of business they can get. Mm-hmm. And there'll be like, there'll be one printer who will always get mentioned. And you're like, there are others. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I, I will shout about anyone who fits with a criteria. And sometimes I can't remember names. Sometimes I can remember the business, but not what they do. But yeah, it's it's that everyone's so supportive will advise everyone on what they're doing. If anyone's having a bad day, you can just go in and go, I'm having a really bad day. Yeah. This has happened. And you get support and advice and ideas and just sometimes just told, you're right. They're wrong. Because <laughs> the customer is always right, it's not true. Oh, hey, I learn stuff all the time. You know? Like some people ask me, st- I think that's that's one of the things is everyone is so honest. Like if me and the team don't know the answer, we're like, you know, <laughs> no clue. But I'll find somebody who might be able to help. Yeah. You know, oh. there's no like making stuff up. There's so many sewers in there. But it doesn't feel like any of us are in like competition with each other. We're there to help each other. Like, when I went on, I went, got a denim jacket and need to turn it into a bench seat and everyone's going you really don't want to use a denim jacket I said I know but I've got a denim jacket that I have to turn into a bench seat <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the perfect piece of fabric it wasn't and not very well built but you know it happened I did it everything went well but yeah it's just sometimes you just have to go with the flow and sometimes you need some help and you can go in there and ask for help and you will get it, no matter what the random question is. And you you are somebody who comes in and supports massively with loads of different things. Like you give your opinion, you'll put your you'll chip in with bits and pieces. So much so that you became our gobshite one month. Second. I was a gobshite twice. Yes. So I'm just... I was an original gobshite. <laughs> I'm going to reiterate what gobshite is because we have new new listeners every week, every day. True. Gobshite is 
for the most active members of our community, we allow them to take over for one day for the month. Um, it's kind of developed into this bit of a competition now where <laughs> everyone's after the badge. <laughs> Yes. the main reason I had to do it a second time I wouldn't I can't remember when you went oh hang on a minute hang on a minute I got I haven't got, got a badge so it was probably people like you where we went we're going to have to reset Easy, please. Got a badge. <laughs> we were like me and the team went we're going to have to reset this and give everyone a chance to win this badge I guess so we did and uh, Sambal rocks in and does now I would just want to tell people that I would say about two years ago, I don't think you would have done a video. Nope. I hadn't done a live until I did I did a 30 second live as part of a challenge for a market in December 2020 mm -hmm. and I was bricking it. But I never would have done one like that one. I didn't tell anyone I was doing it. I think only the people doing the market watched it it was hidden it was just like invisible gone done <laughs> yeah I, I came on in wearing a chicken suit not bothered at all the chicken suit helps <laughs> well, how, how does Sarah it confidence how, needs a chicken suit how does how does Sarah like, who did a 30 second video then rock into the lounge in front of thousands of women <laughs> uh, wearing a chicken suit yep how does that how has that happened well i've got confidence in myself i've met you lot who go no just be you yes <laughs> now i am being me and everyone's got oh my god what we let loose yeah. <laughs> oh i love that it, it just shows you i even did that video for years where it was like look if i can stand here in a chicken suit because i have it I've got the yellow chicken soup I'm wearing now and sweating still because it's still on my bottom half. It's like <laughs> quality, quality polyester. It's the best. I, I couldn't imagine doing a fun run wearing it, which is what he owns it for. No. <laughs> I've got that. And for Christmas, Melody last year got me a blow-up suit. So I, then I can be a chicken riding a chicken. <laughs> is, got that fake had, is that what you had on? For God. <laughs> A chicken, chicken riding a chicken. I was holding a chicken, wearing me crazy chicken ladies t-shirt, which I'm wearing now because I knew I'd need to take that flaming suit off. Yeah, and dancing. I was like, if I can do this in here, you lot can just put a photo of your face on flaming Facebook. Yeah, and it's as simple as that. I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it properly. Just put the full chicken suit out there. <laughs> My kids are so embarrassed. Especially the oldest. Mate, mine's the same. He just rolls his eyes at this now, but I'm not changing. Not for me. My kids. husband says I should go on TikTok, and I'm not allowed. Oh, mate. You'd be, <laughs> I've been banned. You'd be amazing on there. <laughs> no, not allowed. <laughs> not fair. Not fair. <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, he's well supportive. I think your confidence has definitely, definitely changed. Like it's been brilliant. Oh. Um, so are you are you joining us on the eighth? Eighth of October. Uh -huh. I can't remember. It's our Possibly. meeting in Newcastle. I'm not rocking into the middle of the Discovery Museum in a chicken suit. I'm just gonna say what you're wearing. 
<laughs> you couldn't make the last one and you were a I know. That was when we got COVID. It was like, really? Really? Of all the times? I had everything ready. The chicken soup was packed ready and yeah, sat in the house. No. So, so upset. Right then, well, Sarah Ball, we are up to the part of the show. Oh no. Called. Have you got, oh, we got the jingle. Hi, hi, lass, wait there, wait there. I possibly may have a jingle by the time this goes out. I have had a jingle <gasps> through, but it didn't fit the brief, <laughs> shall we say. I am, I am, was brilliant, mind, and I am going to use it. Um, But we just need an extra bit. Why, I lass? So, kind of terrified. Uh, you're terrified of who, anyone in particular? That lot. Any of them? <laughs> anyone. Yeah, at least I'm the one asking the question, because sometimes I'm like, I want to ask one. Who is it? Oh, oh it's Ruthos. Oh, God. <laughs> Sid, it's actually quite a tame question, this. Who is your best fictional or famous chicken? Oh. Oh. I can't think of any. Fictional chicken. Wait. There's the chicken in... Uh, I quite like the chicken in the that thinks it's a cow. I can't remember what the chicken's called. I think it's called Daisy. And it was always on bedtime stories being read by, oh, what's his name? Shane. <laughs> Him from EastEnders. Mr. Moon from EastEnders. Can't think of his name. Oh, Alfie Moon. Alfie Moon. <laughs> he he was reading this story, and it, it, there was about three or four times in it, different stories. Chicken that thinks it's a cow. As I you do. I can't even think of like a chicken, a fictional. And chicken. then there's Ginger from Chicken Run. Is that what the that one's one? Not not the boy because he's just hopeless. Yeah, Ginger's the the hero, heroine of the the star. So, yeah. <laughs> I, there's a few chickens out there. There's Prue from. Oh, we've got a book called Pretty Prue. It's a makeup wearing chicken. Chicken licking? Chicken licking. There's loads of chickens out there. Well, I did it. Someone did a, a find a book and it's like, right, chicken books? Here you go. Have some. Because, you know, we've got a few books in this house. Just a few bookshelves. I'll still say you need to write one, Sarah. It's still in it. I haven't come up with a thing. It's, it, yeah. Need an adventure. What, what kind of adventures will the chickens be doing? <laughs> all kinds. They're all you've got loads of ideas with these bad boys, haven't you? <laughs> you did a challenge that and it, we had to age some paper and I drew some chickens that day. My triangular chickens. See, so. you have to be the triangular ones as well. You've got all these people around you who can help you get your book out there. Get it done. I know. I just need to write, like, come up with a story. Like, I've done writing challenges with Alexa and sometimes they just come to me instantly I set my own writing challenge for her group over the summer I've still not finished mine <laughs> but I've written 800 words so what? 
what's next? What's next then? What's next for? What's next? Oh, what plans have you got? Anything coming up? Well, I've got to get through Christmas. You do. So I've got to get through Christmas. I will get a chicken. I, I'm determined. Somebody vaguely, even vaguely famous, oh. is going to get a chicken. Oh, yes. There is a one of my kids' authors. Not you, unfortunately. Another one. <laughs> She's written a book about a chicken that looks after a goose, a goose egg. Uh -huh. And I, yeah, I mentioned my chickens to her. So it's like, oh, oh yeah, I want to get a chicken to somebody, somebody who can get them out there. Right. <laughs> a vague sled. <laughs> keep an eye. I'm going to keep an eye out now, I am. Because you're awesome at doing all that for me. And like, <laughs> like looking for bookshops, you're constantly like, get your books in here. I need to keep an eye out for somebody semi famous who needs a chicken. We need a chicken for somebody. Imagine that. Like when one of the, is it one of the lounge got a, a one of their paper cutouts to George Clark? It's like, yeah, it's got to be done. Mm -hmm. No, got to be done. Where will you be in? So, where's the first event we can find you at, or do you not know off the top of your head? Because you've, oh, um, you've got six. I've got. <laughs> I've got. I've got an event at the Christmas House, so I'm at the Christ, Christmas Fair for a weekend. Uh -huh. I'm at the Mayfly Christmas Fair, which is one of the lounge lasses. Yeah, she is has created her own version of Etsy, and we're gonna take them on because Etsy have stopped doing Christmas fairs so we're doing one um I can't think of where else I'm at all over the place <laughs> I've got a, potentially a stall in the metro centre oh yeah chickens on top of the metro centre awesome so if we want to find out more information where do people need to go where's the best place to go best place would be my Facebook page I have an Instagram <laughs> Yeah, I'm not very good with Instagram. That was the first training you ever did with me. <laughs> I'm still not good at this. Instagram is my kind of sporadic fling something there. But yeah. Delightfully. Um, yes, on Instagram. Delightfully Denim. Brilliant. Et Etsy is Delightfully Denim, etc. Blame it, awkward people. <laughs> I love that. So I nicked my name. Like, really? I spent months trying to work out what to call it. Yeah. Delighted if you don't, etc. It covers all things then. I can put anything on there. <laughs> well, we have had the crazy chicken lady on. Buzz it. Uh, well, go back into it. Tick the box. Thank you so much for being awesome, Sarah Ball. It's coming back. <laughs> Thank you for sitting because I can. sweating in your chicken suit. <laughs> oh, yeah. But how else could you do it? You had to have the chicken suit. You mm. said, well, I'll watch them. I bet they'll watch this one. <laughs> will now. Thank you so much, Sarah. It's been lush. See you later. Bye. Bye. It's the Lasses Who Lounge. The Northern Lass Lounge. For badass business lasses. Lasses Who Lounge. It's pure juice. It's the Lasses Who Lounge. Ari. Uh,